0: Welcome to the Bonus Barrel! I'm Rob and with you today is...
1: Shelby!
0: Left! And it's Wow, we got (laughs) left here. From the beginning completely planned and timed perfectly super timed yep well guys you know what you know what's like in a week and a half away E 3 am not gonna am Is i gonna close make already yeah it's super close and it's co- because of the delayed episode that we actually had this will work out so that it will actually come out before e3 so then this episode a combo episode of pre-3 slash detective pikachu Oh that's like the cheering and the fanfare and stuff would happen like everybody would erupt whoa they're not going to miss their E3 prediction crap I don't have any notes or anything prepared Uh, I do know that the schedule is looking a little sad I'm going to run through the schedule real quick and then we could talk about everything Um, actually I guess before we do the pre E3 stuff What's what's new? Let's do the, Let's get our preambles out of the way. Let's get everything off our chest when it comes to, you know, crap we've been playing and not playing or shit we've heard about. Seiji, what's new with games for you, buddy?
2: Oh boy. So, I guess since I finished the last uh, Ace Attorney game that I was playing, I haven't been playing mm-hmm. much. I guess I've, I've I've been playing only like mobile games. I guess. Uh, so cool. right now I'm pretty. Um, into a mobile game called Arcaro. It's really nice, mm-hmm. but you know it's a mobile game, so a lot of people might not like it. But I do like it, and that's much that's as much gaming as I've been doing. Seiji. yes.
0: Tell me why you like the game. I don't. Who cares if some people don't like mobile games? Not every game is for every person. But you like it. What's What's this game about?
2: So you have how's it called a bow? I guess bow and arrow. And what I really like is the control scheme. You see it's only a joystick. It's a virtual joystick. So when you're not moving, it starts auto shooting and aiming. So it's pretty cool. So it's it's a bunch of chambers. I guess okay. you just have to survive. So the longer you survive, the better. And what I really like is the power-up system. So every so often when you collect this uh, like certain experience points, you'll level up mm-hmm. and there's like a little slot machine animation and it'll give you a choice of 3 Um, power-ups and it's pretty cool like one will give you multi-arrows like double shots diagonal arrows back arrow Mm -hmm. fire arrows stuff like that and i really really like the um the animation style and Mm -hmm. how responsive it is i really really like it and i really like um because i'm always looking for new kinds of ways to integrate free to play because i i enjoy free to play i think it's it has its own merits a lot of people will don't like it i'm cool with that You know, I get the argument, but um, in this game, it's pretty cool. Um, It's about, you know, leveling up certain things and, you know, give you extra things. And and what is really nice is, yes, it's tied to progression, but it feels nice because there's a lot of skill involved. So I feel that it's pretty balanced and it's very addictive because the sessions are short and, you know, um, I like it. I like playing it. I enjoy it. I've seen it. You've seen it?
3: It, yeah, it looks good. I've been thinking about trying it, actually.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, it, it won't take a lot of time unless you get like addicted. Not addicted. Um, what's a better word? Like, if you get into it, like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of what I've been doing, uh, apart from gaming, is watching stuff. You know, I, I I got a a friend of mine from Mexico. He actually recorded a BBB with me last year. Um, oh, cool! He was visiting, and mm. uh, he's a huge nerd like me. And, is that Para? Um, yes. Para? Uh, Para is his last name, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. And um, <laughs> he was here and he was um, telling me about... Because we're sort of like the same age and grew up in, in, in similar circumstances, watching like the same cartoons, stuff like that. We're talking about Dragon Ball and like Saint Seiya and stuff like that. And when I was a kid, I watched Dragon Ball a bunch of times, a lot of times. And Dragon Ball Z less so yeah. but also a lot of times and oh. gt i only watched maybe once and and sort of like hazy in my memory but i do know about all these transformations and uh super saiyan levels and all this kind of stuff and he was telling me about the new dragon Ball super stuff especially yeah because apparently he enjoyed them a lot so i uh, because of him i watched like the third one because that was the one that seemed the most interesting
0: but well, you didn't watch Battle of the Gods or uh, Revival of Freeza*?
2: <laughs> I didn't. I, I'm planning to because I actually, I guess I enjoyed the movie, um, especially like the first half when they were, you know, the story of of, of the planet. I'm not really sure how. It's, You're well, talking about Broly, uh, right? Yeah. What is it in English? The, the, the Saiyan planet? Is it Vegeta? Planet Vegeta.
0: Yeah. Vegeta. Yeah. So Vegeta is the planet that they took over, or the new planet, and Salad Salada was the their original planet.
2: Oh okay. Yeah, because I was watching it in Spanish because one of the reasons I got really excited about is that they were using the original voices from the uh from the animated series, you know, back from the nineties. And I was like, mm-hmm. Really? Like those guys must be like kind of old now. And um, <laughs> it was. I don't know, it was very don't nostalgic. Age, yeah. Very nostalgic for me. And I watched it i had a good time i guess
0: <laughs> i love that movie i love it i love it i love it first half is, is a story and the second half is just unapologetic brawling and it's
2: amazing yeah and goku was going through all these sorts of transformations that i've never seen before yeah. i was like why is the superman. hair red now
0: you gotta watch superman it's your own fault for missing out an entire series it's all explained yeah red hair is god blue is uh god super saiyan. They didn't even show you all of them. There's there's a super saiyan uh, evolution. Uh there's ultra instinct which is really rad. But he did get fused Gogeta super saiyan blue
2: which is pretty cool. Oh, they call it Gogeta. You see in Spanish they messed up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> you see. What do they
0: call what's the name in in uh Spanish?
2: Um so Vegeta's name I guess is Vegeta. Right? Because I I don't know. Bag it. And okay. um so when when he goes into, you know, how's it how do you call it? Gogeta? So they call it Gogeta, mm. right? So <laughs> Oh that's uh, interesting. So Gogeta in the bad guy. I know.
0: <laughs> Bam! I got uh so here's a little story, uh related to to that, and then we can move on to hear about left stupid game he's playing. Uh <laughs> we ha so uh EB Games Ooh. is now like I know, but it's Ian left. It's, it's joking is part, part of us. Uh, yeah,
1: the word thing was a joke, too.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> i <sighs> to okay, be so, serious sometimes, guys. Come on.
0: EB Games, uh, which is half games now, more like EB merchandise, because they just get, like, <laughs> sexy <laughs> amounts of merch, which is great, because uh, I get most of my games on Amazon anyways, but just, just go and buy and grab them some merch, and they got like, a a deal there I think with different companies so they're actually like super cheap and uh, I may have came in one day and they're saying oh we have a whole bunch of Dragon Ball stuff coming in the system and I'm like I'll just (laughs) pre-order pre-order all of it so every other week three or four statues come in and I have no room anymore some I can't even open now but I have a fuck ton of Dragon Ball statues and I don't know when it's going to end because I think it was like 80. I think when I, later on, he had to do two separate pre-orders because the system can only take 50 uh, pre-order, <laughs> pre-orders at a time. So, I don't know. I get a lot of Dragon Ball statues coming still, and um, I don't really know what to do with them. I love them all, though. They're all great. I got to the point where I can't keep buying Goku's because there's so many Goku's. This is a rough. This is really serious. This is serious. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it sounds like it.
0: They need to okay, calm sure. down on the amount of Goku types. I agree, although I'm still missing... At least missing for your, your
3: statue obsession.
0: Yeah, I need forms. Uh, Like, I need Super Saiyan 3 and Super Saiyan 2. 2 is harder to tell anyways, but definitely Super Saiyan 3 <laughs> I'm missing out on. I think I have all the other forms, actually, so... I just need that. But Super Saiyan 3 is rad, man. I want, I want that anyways. Okay, Les tell us about uh, Total total War 6 or whatever you're playing.
3: Three Kingdoms.
0: Um, sure. It's
3: great. That's no, good. I like it a lot. Ancient China. Mm-hmm. What else is there to say other than it's the best Total War game they've ever done?
2: <laughs> That's cool. good.
3: It's just so good. Um, immediately you get to pick between two different types of game modes. Romance or records. Ooh. And romance is thing <laughs> <laughs> um no it's just it just uh, uh highlight the the romance of the three kingdoms novel kind of thing where the the characters are larger than life godlike warlords that slay thousands of people in battle kind of thing um is there so love you, though uh there's there is love actually yeah, yeah you did. know in terms of of how love worked in the ancient world where you would kind of propose marriage of your daughter to someone else so that you can be allies. Um, so that's a thing, um, which is, which is like one of those things that is just like, they never really had that. They had that in one total war game and they kind of got rid of it and they got rid of a lot of just females in general. Um, Mm. but, but in this one, like they, they can serve Mm. and they can lead your armies and you can, you know, marry them off and stuff like that. Um, so they're, they're multi-purpose characters, which is kind of cool. Um, so it's, it's been really good, and I've been playing on Romance mode because it's so much funner to have, like, your general just, like, fight 200 guys by himself. Um, there's a duel mode where your general can duel the enemy general, and all of the troops respect the general's fighting, mm-hmm. so they will, like, engage and, like, backstab your general and stuff like that. Um, so it's been really cool. I really like it. Uh, my biggest complaint is that every Total War game, you play as a faction. So, like Rome, two for example, you play as Rome or as Carthage or as Parthia or like one of those places. But in in Romance of the Three Kingdoms, you you pick a warlord, and okay. they all have Chinese names. I have a hard time discerning the differences between some of these Chinese names. Wow. like Yuan Shu and Yuan Shao, and you got to make sure you don't declare war on the wrong one. Um, so wrong been- one? Oh, there's one guy <laughs> named Kong Rong. Um, so it's, it's, it's tough and it's really funny cause I have a friend of mine and his name's Fred, but his real name is Fang and he's, he's Chinese and he plays a lot of total war games. So he was really excited for this one. And then we've been talking a lot about it. And then I complained to him that you know, I have a hard time, you know, differentiating some of the names. Mm. And then he just said, hashtag white people problems. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, Thank thanks Fred. But uh, no, it's, it's, it's a really, really good game. I've uh, really, really been liking it. And uh, other than that, I have been playing um, Diablo 2, trying to mm-hmm. get through the game on hardcore mode. And I have made a lineage of druids to try to complete the game. I'm currently on Weedman the Fourth. <laughs> so uh, let's see if Weedman the Fourth can kill, can kill <laughs> Diablo and Ball. So far, we, we Man the first died against Diablo. Weedman <laughs> Man the second also died against Diablo. Weedman Man the third died on his way to the first boss, which was really disappointing. Um, and that Weedman Man the fourth is on his way to the first boss. So let's see if Weedman Man the fourth can be the, the, the hero
0: of his family.
1: Well, go Weedman. Man.
0: <laughs> I heard um, so the style in in romance uh, or sorry in Total War is kind of realistic, right?
3: Well, yeah, Like, what do you mean? Like,
0: so if like you're you play know, records it's
3: like, mode, it's a little more realistic. And, and I just stuff. think
0: that the uh, the graphic, like they're like they look like real people and stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, it's not very stylized. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. We we for a long time I've been thinking we could put Sonic in these games, and since they're redoing his model for the movie, you just take that and pop it in, and he won't be out of place because he's more realistic. <laughs> so we could put movie Sonic into uh, um, Total War. And make it pretty cool. I'm
3: not sure too much about that. But <laughs> um someone actually did a mod for Medieval 2 Total War, which is an older game. Um, okay. and they uh, did it a whole all the bunch of Zelda factions. So you can play as Hyrule or as like the mm-hmm. spider, like gothmas people were a faction they created and stuff like that. It's really cool.
0: That sounds cooler than anything else you said so far. Well,
3: I don't play with mods though, because I'm uh, I'm a
0: traditionalist. Winners oh. don't do drugs. Left.
3: Laugh. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything.
0: It's uh, on the arcade, only old arcade machines, uh, and uh, I, there was a point to it somewhere.
3: I didn't know that Total War had arcade machines.
0: They did. You, <laughs> n- you never played any of the uh, of those ones? No. What? That's fucked up. Dude, <laughs> the thought you love Total War.
3: Yeah, I guess. Uh... There's a big lack of arcades locally, so that's that's, that's fair the problem. actually. Yeah. That's the problem. You can
0: play like you can play Mario Kart on arcades. You can play Total War in the arcade. That would be look, look, you'd look have to like, stand
3: in an arcade machine for like multiple hours, and then how'd you get like unless it's a different type of game, I
0: guess. But, well they changed the genre a little bit. So hack okay. and flash. <laughs> uh, and they don't really talk much about story or historical stuff, so they kind of skip that. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool though.
3: Yeah. Well, and one one thing with, with romance of three kingdoms versus the like previous ones is that it's based off like a novel, which is sort of based in history. It's like, it's kind of this Mm -hmm. weird thing where it's just like, these events did happen, not so much the way depicted in the novel, um, it's just like a sensationalized version of it, essentially, almost like they made a movie out of, like, you know, an actual historical event is mm-hmm. how, how it can be portrayed in modern ways. Um, so it's it's very, so the the, the novel is obviously very narrative driven, and the game is a little bit more narrative because of it, mm-hmm. dude, than, you know, other historical titles. So, like, for, for example, like, right off the bat, I was, I'm playing as, like, Sun Jian, who was, like, one of my, because, like, I play a lot, I used to play a lot of Dynasty Warriors. Um, mm. So I kind—I know some of the characters due to p- having played Dynasty Warriors. So I picked the one who I, I remembered the best from my Dynasty Warriors days, and like right off the bat, like you get this like big like story thing, and your character finds like because it's all about like basically the the quick story of it all. So Rob doesn't like fall asleep on me here. Is that no, like go for it, buddy? <laughs> basically, there's a guy. He takes over the capital of China, and there's the Han Empire at the time, and then he turns the emperor into like his puppet and then all the warlords are like you can't do that so then they all go to war with him and then they're all like hey well if he can do it then i can do it and then everyone basically goes to war to be the new emperor of china um and it starts off like in like right after he he basically steals the puppet emperor kind of thing. Um, And then my character found an Imperial seal and then I'm in a coalition to go destroy him. And then once, once that was done, it was like, Oh, you got to give that Imperial seal back. And then I had the option to give it back and like increase my relations with people or keep it. And keep the story going. And never in a Total War game has it ever said keep the story going. Um so I thought that was really like a cool addition to the game and just how it, it is kind of driving you into like this narrative event and there's like coalitions being made and broken and just stuff happens in the game that you don't see in other Total War games. So it's been it's been a really fun experience. Pam. Yeah.
0: Wow. You really like that Total War? I do. It's fun. They That's still, awesome, man.
3: They, they sold a million copies in a week. What?
0: Yeah, best-selling total sell? war
3: game. I don't know,
0: but not a less than copy. that though.
3: Definitely less than that. So it's That's been cool. it's been a good it's been a good successful game for them, and I'm I'm happy for them because they work that hard. Means on Exactly. World game in the future, probably. Yeah. Well, I we'll be getting we'll be getting DLC for the next bit for this one, and they, they've already they've already said they're doing another Warhammer Total War at some point as well. They have like a, a three game deal with the company, um. So they're they're gonna be doing another one of those next, but uh, hopefully we get uh, more historical titles because they're the better ones. it Looks like because Romance of the Three Kingdoms is awesome. Mm-hmm. Would this make your top list of games? Uh without a doubt, yeah. It's nice. it's so so good. I'd have to put it somewhere in the top ten. Um I'm awesome. always I'm a I'm a bigger fan of like ancient Rome than I am ancient China, but like I'm not gonna let that like just be like, Oh, I'm gonna go with Rome because I like Romans more. Um, Cause the game is just so, so, so good, um, that it'd be hard you'd be hard to say that, you know, any of their other games are better than this one.
0: I find it weird that you have ranked ancient races.
3: Not I haven't ranked them, just in terms of
0: my personal interest.
3: And I just I love reading about the Romans. They're
0: they're crazy and interesting. Your favorite is Romans.
3: I do like the Romans, but I'm also like listening to the History of Rome podcast right now for like the fifth time. So like (laughs) it's like it's in my head to to be thinking about just how wacky those Romans were. (laughs) Were they
0: they're wacky bunch of people, right?
3: They were super wacky, man. In Quick, a quick funny story is that they had this thing called the how would they call it something of the chickens, and basically before they went to battle, this was during this was during the Punic Wars, Second Punic Wars, Mm. they the sacred chickens, the the, the sacred chickens, and then basically they had these chickens and they throw feed on the ground, and if the chickens did not um, eat the feed, then it would be a sign from the gods that it was not a good omen for a day to go to battle, Um, and then. So they are going to try to fight the Carthages in a naval battle, which the Romans were historically really bad at. And then mm. so they wanted to fight them. They wanted to go to do this naval battle. And then the chickens kept not eating the feet at the right time. Oh. So then they kept delaying it. And then the general at the time, I forget the name, then eventually was growing sick and tired of it. And then threw the chicken, sacred chickens overboard Oh, shit. Uh, oh. and drowned them and then said, you know, if they're not hungry, maybe they're thirsty. And then they went went to battle with the Carthaginians and then probably got their butts kicked.
1: Holy shit. So
3: you got to respect the sacred chickens.
0: I do. I throw chicken feed before every bonus throw episode. Right? Exactly.
3: So it's just like, that's what I mean. Just. Those little like anecdotal stories that may not be totally true. Like I'm, it may have happened to an extent, but the whole like dramatic line probably never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh it's it's just like I just love reading about weird shit like that, man. It's fun.
0: Anytime we miss an episode, that's because the chickens.
3: Yeah, the sacred chickens did not yeah. eat the chicken feed.
0: I beat two games lot since last time we recorded. I played through Iconoclast and kid dracula for famicom whoa not yeah not the one for game boy not that the one reviewed. that we played yeah uh it came on the castlevania collection on Switch. i
3: saw that it was a thing yeah
0: i like these i love these things these collection things are amazing uh, they're so fun i'm actually playing uh, castlevania bloodline bloodlines a little bit on the side that's the Genesis one. Did you play that one left? Because you know you're a big Castlevania fan. I,
3: I never have actually. Um, and when I saw the whole like, Castlevania collection and that Bloodlines was there, like that was like the thing being like, "Ooh, I would like to play that." So well, made that little collection, you know, appeal to my my senses. What's iconic? I like it. Is that you in like ancient Byzantine, like arguing about the depiction of Jesus in imagery or something? Like what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I missed the first part of that. What? What was the well, segue to that?
3: Iconoclast. Like, what's that about?
0: Oh, oh, okay. I didn't hear you say Iconoclast. Jesus. Uh, it does have religious stuff to it. I don't know the meaning of the word Iconoclast, though. But, uh, um, yeah, you're, you're... It's side-scrolling Metroidvania-lite. Uh, you play this girl who's a big... I can't, actually can't explain the story. It's really confusing. definitely has re- like these weird it's sci-fi-ish, post-apocalyptic-ish... Um, Maybe it takes place on Earth, and there's this crazy, like, uh, like uh, elite class of people who live up high, who are like religious or they claim they have the ear of some god, and and so they kind of trample on the people on the surface. And and uh, mechanics is like special job, but you're not supposed to be one illegally, but your main character is. It's it's a weird game, but it's pretty fun class, Yeah. And I'm also playing Days Gone. For the PlayStation 4. It's a Zambambo game. And you're in the o- Oregon. You're in Oregon. Uh, lots of parks and stuff. And you want to ride north with your pal Boozer. But Boozer done got his arm burned. So you're trying to keep him alive. So you trying, and to, can trying to get right away to Canada away. or something? Like... I guess. They want to go north, so what's north of America? Yeah, I exactly. I mean, I you don't know, know where We're
3: Oregon on. is. And yeah, the, I don't know the how states. Like, Is that mid-south? I have no
0: idea. I'm assuming for probably more northern, but uh, I don't know how north. Shelby, do you know? Nope.
1: Damn it. I don't know anything about Anyways. the states.
0: <laughs> I know Alaska's
1: fun. above us.
0: Yes. That's about it. Well, it's kind of to the kinda, side.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah off the side of somewhere.
0: On all the maps, it always looks higher than things, but uh, yeah, I don't know how much maps lie. Like those yeah. those
2: they maps do exactly lie. It's a
0: good point. They do, yeah. yeah. So I don't know where Alaska is really, <laughs> but I, I I know that Seiji is much closer to Alaska than we are.
2: <laughs> That's true. <trivia. laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> um, cool. All right, so. Shelby, I didn't. You did give us an update on anything you feel like talking about. Oh, I've
1: been playing some Moonlighter. Nice. Yeah. What's Um, that? I don't. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like you're a shopkeeper dude, and, uh, I guess like a while ago in this place, like, uh, these dungeons were open and people were going in adventuring and stuff and gathering like artifacts and bringing them back to sell in their shop. But eventually, like the dungeons got like too dangerous, so now they only let like certain people in or some shit. And you basically play as uh, Will, who's the shopkeeper of um, it, well, his shop is called Moonlighter, uh, and I think he wants to be a hero too. I guess uh, and heroes are only kind of known for like being strong and slaying monsters in dungeons and shit uh but yeah so the game loop is basically you go into the dungeons you find cool stuff bring it back sell it um i'm not super far in it that i i know where the story is going or anything like so far what happened was like at the beginning you're just kind of tossed into a dungeon which by the way they change every time uh i think somebody had mentioned rogue light at some point uh as sort of like a game genre um but i don't know much yeah. about it to call it that um Uh, But anyway, yeah, he goes in, gets his ass kicked immediately, you get spat out, an old man rescues you, there's like that trademark, uh, it's dangerous to go alone, take this, that every freaking indie game ever with these kinds of like gameplay (laughs) styles are just like, we're going to put that in there because that's really cool. Uh, So that was in there, um, and he gave me a sword, uh, because I guess at the start you're just fighting with a broom, like your shop broom. But anyway, um it's cute so far. Like the style is is super super adorable. Um I had read something that said like oh it's a generic like indie pixel game and it's like to me the graphics stand out. Um and the animation is really nice. Um Yeah, it's good. I just unless something else happens in the next little bit though, I can see the game loop getting very 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 boring. Uh, cuz it is literally just go to dungeons, bring shit back, sell stuff, go to dungeons, bring shit back, sell stuff. You can upgrade your shop and you can add stuff to the town, but it's like nowhere near as in depth as something like Animal Crossing. So, anyway. Uh, it well, does we'll sound see. very
3: rogue roguelite-esque kind of thing.
1: Yeah. They'll,
3: they'll be very like repetitive in there. Yeah. Their game. But it sounds like it sounds like the redemption of an NPC. It sounds like an NPC who wants to be a PC. I kind of like the. <laughs> know, it's fun.
1: Yeah, that is cute. I just I wish I would get more story stuff, but I think that'll probably only like you get hints of it here and there. Here and there, because there are rooms in the dungeon that you find that are like um, there are like notebooks left behind by people who were. Uh, who are in there and had died. Some of them are talking about like how the dungeons keep changing, but I guess apparently they change every time somebody enters it, so uh, there could be a few people in there at a time, and all the rooms are different for everybody. <laughs> it's really weird. They, there's a lot of like speculation like inside of the books in the game. So, That's fun, yeah, so, actually. I like that. Yeah, so there was one book that I was uh, reading that said that if there's nobody in the dungeon, does it even exist? Like, anyway. That's pretty cool that's all that's all i've been doing
0: sweet yeah so uh e3 it's like a week away indeed a, a week away actually uh starting with official e3 starting with uh xbox so i'm just gonna run through the schedule real quick and then we can talk if we actually care or if anybody's excited or looking forward to anything it's a little bit of a a little bit of a downer, buddy. Through I don't know, people aren't aren't hyped this year. But anyways, let me just go through it real quick. So Xbox uh, at uh, four o'clock Eastern. Yep. Then we have Bethesda at uh, eight thirty Eastern. So that's you know that's something that's happening. On Monday, we have the PC game gaming show at uh, one o'clock. <sighs> Ubisoft at four o'clock. And then we have Squeenix at nine. that's exciting. Devolver Digital <laughs> at 11, which I'm looking forward to. And on Tuesday we have Nintendo at 12 doing its thing. And that's it. That's all, that's all the uh, actual E3 you know, conferences. no, no uh, EA's doing its own thing, and Sony's doing nothing. I'm sure there's other stuff that used to be there, but they're not there. I don't know. I don't know. Anybody is anybody hyped this year? I'm a little hyped. I don't know. So not a lot of hype. So
3: is it like EA doing like their own conference, like Nintendo Direct does their own things? Like is that what they're doing?
0: I just read that they're doing something like EA play or whatever. So on Saturday I think it is, they're just doing a series of events of different games that leads up to E3 and uh, no conference or anything. It's just a, okay. uh, but there'll be like in- interviews and stuff, so I assume a stream going on. Kind of like Nintendo's Treehouse, probably. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Do you, boo, as they say. Um, no Sony, though. That's a big hit for me. Sony and Nintendo are the two I always look forward to most. Every year. Uh, you know, Squeenix I'm excited for, too, because you know, I'm going to show FF7 stuff. So they can show nothing else and i'll be happy but um yeah no no sony what are they even what are they doing what are you doing sony stop it working on the next console maybe i guess no pr- i guess they don't have much to show right like that must be why they're not doing it isn't it weird that every other year like a little more seems to drop from e3 Do you think people are sick of e3 Do you think developers e3 burnout
3: for everybody
0: they just want to do their own stuff. Like, I don't need E3 anymore.
3: Well, like, and that, that's the thing I can only imagine, too, is that, like, certain kind of deadlines for E3 may be something they cannot always accommodate, or, or it's like it's really messing with their, their cycle,
0: right? So who knows? I don't. That's for sure. But I do know that the hour and a half to two-hour Sony conference is a big, something I look forward to a lot every year, and it's not going to be there. Do
3: you think, like, other companies are going to, like, step up?
0: Who who would you like to step up? Capcom. Ooh, interesting pick. And also actually have good games, too, though. Yeah, well, we'll yeah. yeah, 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 of course. But that, they're going to be a Tokyo Game in. Show kind of thing, so. Yeah. But Capcom would be cool. Um,
3: That's one that could possibly do it, too, right? That would so. work, right.
0: Yeah I'm trying to think of any other one. I mean Blizzard had its own thing. Yeah. I guess this Capcom when I think of like when I think of E three for the publisher conference, I think of like you have a bunch of games to talk about. So like you have to publish a lot of games. Maybe yeah. maybe yeah. a mobile what's, game. What's help. the minimum?
3: <laughs> yeah, because those usually go so well, right? Yeah, those are received very well at conferences. But would <laughs> would that be something? Just like even like a mobile game
0: section, huh? it would help legitimize it a little bit.
3: Yeah, and I don't see why they couldn't. There's enough probably there, but sometimes it's always the, the thing of of quality content
0: because they would get trolled so hard though. Even if yeah. they brought in a bunch of great games, it wouldn't matter. People are are, are gonna troll mobile. That's just even though like lots of Everybody fucking has a phone, and I'm gonna throw out a made-up number. 75% of the people who have that play a mobile game on their yeah, phone. For sure, uh, to varying it's degrees of engagement, probably higher. Uh, but uh, half, I would say, 70% of those people don't give a shit about games in general, and the 5% that do. Don't want to admit they play mobile games. Yeah, situation.
3: you could be right. There could be a, a very small cross section of routine like people who actually like play mobile games, and people who are kind of more interested in, in games in general and would actually watch yeah. a conference on them. Yeah,
0: like I, I don't imagine a lot as many people watch the PC stuff either.
3: Yeah, you could be right on that too. It I seem don't to get as much. It doesn't seem to get as much for like press coverage. I guess like just not as much. Like oh yeah. I've never even watched it and I like PC games.
2: Even within gamers, I don't think most of them watch the conferences. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: you're probably right. Yeah,
3: he's probably right. Yeah, I agree.
0: A lot of people just skim the uh the page, like you know, the, whatever website they like. They get the announcements and watch the stuff. I like the spectacle of a of a full conference though. So.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I also do. I, I don't know. It's just that E3 and the nature of E3 changed over the years and now that they open it to the really public. Has. I think it was that was a mistake there was already enough people with just the industry people in there so now that it it became like public now it's kind of like it's like another convention um because a lot of what happens at e3 and this might might be a little bit of inside information but doesn't happen at e3 you know a lot of people go to business meetings and stuff like that so that's part of the of the appeal of e3 is that all the big players are gonna be there and they they go and sit have a lot of sit downs there and and show stuff behind behind curtains. So I don't know if GDC is picking some of that, you know, role. Enough? Like I, I've heard a lot of, you know, people going preferring to go to G D C to do these kinds of things at instead of E three. And that might be because of what they you know, it now is like too crowded maybe, I don't know. Um like also for 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 Sony I, I feel that Sony for the last like I don't know 2 or 3 years they've been showing stuff that was too far into the future so now that we're actually here like what's the, like I, I don't know if they want to like push some of the stuff to a new console or I don't know um that might not have a lot to show for the PS4 and that they're not ready to to go public with the PS5 so that might be like just a temporary thing like like, hey, we don't have yeah. like actually something to show any, uh, right now.
0: I also think that that um, things like PlayStation Experience and uh, Nintendo directs and stuff kind of take away. I think like it just shows that companies can do their own thing whenever they want, and probably get around the same coverage that they would at E three, you know, by doing like a Sony thing, you know, by itself later on.
2: You know, what might also be a a factor is that the the new culture of the Internet that is, you know, right now, I guess, the status quo, it's about complaining a lot. So maybe some companies like last year, like last year was kind of bad for Sony, right? Like not bad in the sense of like actually bad, but a lot of like a lot of ridicule on the Internet. For you know, whatever for whatever reason, so that might be bad for their brand or something. I don't know. I don't know if that has has anything to do with it because Sony is like the cool brand, right? So cool. And um, they might want Xbox to save cool. some face. I don't know.
0: But hmm? Xbox is the cool one.
2: You think? I don't know. Like the. I mean, you know, Cobb always said so. Like Microsoft, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's more like a bro brand. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was
0: actually getting a lot of uh, messages from Cobb like making fun of the fact that Sony won't be there and uh, that Xbox is the winner. It's the last of the big three that still does a conference.
2: He might but be time right. time
0: to put away my baby games.
2: I mean, on the long yeah. run, I, I feel like like Cobb has been right on most stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Cobb knows exactly what's going on, right? He and Phil Spencer are like laughing in bags of money because Cobb gets paid quite a bit to shill for them. But the thing is, Cobb actually does believe in Microsoft. He loves Microsoft. And uh, and to him, he's one. He's going to get his ninth Xbox tattoo, actually, I think in the next coming couple of weeks. Yeah. I think it's, he's going to design it for him.
2: It, it's funny because I, I, <laughs> I feel like, like Microsoft is there and it, it obviously has its, its market. But I, I, I do feel like in general, Microsoft... Doesn't get people as hyped as the other brands. Do you guys get that?
0: I mean, I agree, but I'm not into micro. oh Cat just stepped on. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. It's got assaulted and no one cares. <laughs> By your cat. It hurt. <laughs> he weighs like 10 pounds. My cat attacks me every day, so you can get over it. Oh, wow. So, because you have it a little harder, I can't experience any pain. Yeah, for my cat,
3: I'm gatekeeping cat pain.
0: <laughs> All right. Anywho, um, yeah. So, no one seems to really be that excited for E3.
2: Um, well, about actual content, it's the same for me because Nintendo's going to be there, and they actually like the E3 for Nintendo is just like another date for a direct. Smash right? direct. Yeah. So I know it's going to be good. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna show up, but I really hope for some news about Animal Crossing and Pikmin, so, like every, every year. So, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say this yeah. sounds familiar. Uh-huh.
0: Breath of the Wild is gonna finally come out.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Pat, I really do hope they announce Pikmin Five for you, I
2: hope so too. That's the dream. Yeah, in, yeah, if not that, just keep the uh, the ports coming. I will be happy with 3D World yeah, and uh, I... Pikmin 3 on the Switch. That would be nice.
0: Really hope for um, Wonderful 101, because I'd love to replay that again on Switch.
2: Oh, yeah, I have that. I have it sealed, actually.
0: <laughs> Don't open it, man. If it comes over Switch, that, that one might be worth it a little bit.
2: Here it is. Yeah, It's sealed
0: great game though i love it as a matter of fact after all the sentai i've watched now I'm, I'm gonna fucking love that game even more because it's just a massive sentai parody and it's really fun god i want to play it but no i want to hold out because i feel like they're going to release it on switch maybe they'll call it the wonderful 102 and they add like an extra but we actually break the story because i'm pretty sure the one is you mm-hmm
2: does this oh. game, The Wonderful yeah, 101, yeah. Has, any, has any ties whatsoever with um, the 101 Dalmatians movie?
0: <laughs> I think so. I think that he, each, uh, each one of them with their individual powers channeled from one of the powers the dogs have in their movies. Because if I know anything about the 101 Dalmatians, that each dog has a special power. That, oh, wow. uh, and Cruella wants to kill the dogs to absorb their powers so that she'll become the, the greatest metahuman in that world.
2: Oh wow! And, I haven't uh, watched that movie very closely. It seems <laughs> it's it's in there.
0: The cute dog that everyone loves—that's the fire dog. Oh man! As dude. opposed to the the
3: Dalmatians that everyone hates.
0: Yeah, that everybody hates yeah. That, that little <laughs> shitty. Everyone hates number eighty-nine. Number eighty-nine <laughs> is a piece of shit. He's such a he's a he's a bad dog. He pees everywhere. He bites, bites people. He breathes lightning on them. He's just a—he's a bad dog.
2: I'm starting to suspect that the Spanish dub changed the story a lot. You think so? Did they do?
0: they go with just some like old lady who wants to make a fur coat?
2: Yeah, that's—that's that's what they say in that's, the Spanish dub.
0: What? That's just such a fucking censored version, man. Nothing makes me angrier than them censoring one, like 101 Dalmatians because that—that that fucking movie is dark. It's amazing. And Corella's motivation, she's more fleshed out. She wants these powers because she couldn't protect her family in the past. So because other metahumans were attacking her family, she couldn't defend it. And this dog, these dogs give birth to these fucking this treasure trove of superpowered dogs that don't give a shit about the powers. They're not trying to help people. And is just trying to get power to save the world. And instead they just dub it or fucking change it so that they're just a bunch of cute dogs, and this old lady wants to just take their fur for no reason. Like that's not even believable.
3: I like I like how in your version the character whose name is cruel evil is the good guy.
0: It's uh, it's it's uh, it's subverting expectations. <laughs> oh, okay, that's yeah. So uh, I recommend watching <laughs> the North American version of Hundred One Dalmatians. I think you're really going to get the true story and more out of the story.
2: The wonderful Hundred One Dalmatians. <laughs>
0: I love it. Uh, i just we should probably do the topic, I think. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, leave for the
3: topic, so
0: yeah, that makes sense. Get yeah. get out of here. Bye. Go home, gamer girl. Bye. All right. Up next, Sans left, the topic. Uh, we're back. Welcome back. So today's topic is a movie, but it's based on a game, so it's okay.
2: It's Detective Pikachu. Welcome to Rhyme City. A celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon.
0: And this is the part where like, the trailer plays for a second. Tim, your dad was a legend in this precinct. If you were
2: anything like your dad. I'm not. I remember. You wanted to be a Pokemon trainer when you were young.
0: And then we hear Ronald Reynolds, and he has one of his one-liners. Here we go. Where he's like, give me some coffee, kid. Understand me, but put down the stapler, or I
2: will electrocute you. Did you just talk? Whoa. Did you just understand me? Oh my god, you can understand me! Stop! I've been so lonely! They try to talk to me all the time, all they hear is Pika Pika. Uh, You can hear him, right?
0: Pika Pika! Yeah, Pika Pika Pika, he's adorable. You're adorable, they can't understand me, kid. Can no one else hear him? I don't need a Pokemon, period. Then what about a world-class detective? Because if you want to find your pops, I'm your best bet. We're gonna do this, you and me. So, everybody enjoyed that. Uh, all right. So, we all saw Detective Pikachu.
2: Did you guys watch it together?
0: We did. Kind Ooh. of. Shelby was like four seats away. Okay. So, it was like we watched it together a little bit, but at the same time, like we were a world's apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it with uh, Eric?
2: Sort of. In a similar um, situation happened with that with you and we Shelby. away from you. But instead of mm-hmm. being distance, it was. Um, consciousness. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was like four worlds away.
2: Yeah, uh, well, she was asleep for half the movie. So.
0: That is the most depressing thing I've I've heard. Erica, uh, shout down to Erica. I mean, you
2: you dropped the ball. I don't blame her. Like uh, some some parts of the movie were like not as strong. Awesome. I mean, you, know, you know, when they were doing like the whole escaping. <laughs> thing from the uh, from the lab where I was kind of mm, you didn't like know. the Greninjas? yeah but not I don't know in, in terms of the story what was going on it got a little you know not as interesting
0: let's get some things out of here okay so uh, Detective Pikachu was on 3ds I think last year or the year before um, one of the I guess it's one of the name. last major 3ds games who talks about the 3ds I think uh, so, yeah. it, it was it was a it's a kind of a adventure game. Uh you play the same character, the same name, Tim whatever the hell his last name is. What's his last name? Someone with memories? Goodwin? Goodman? Tim Goodman.
2: Goodman. Goodman. Yeah.
0: And, uh, good good man. Uh he yeah, you see you play him, you, you your dad's dead and you, the Pikachu's there. So that's that's the same. Uh but you go on through basically different areas slash chapters and you're you know, gathering information and you your Pikachu talks to the Pokemans and you talk to the people. And then you put the clues together and do little mini games and you progress the story. Um, and the movie is, I would say, a really successful video game movie. And it
1: kind of follows.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, and it kind of follows. And they're doing a sequel to Detective Pikachu as well for the Switch, which is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detective... Uh, without spoiling the ending, because I even though it's super fucking obvious, but we'll, we won't spoil the ending. But I will say that Detective Pikachu, the the 3DS game, does not end with the same thing that happens in the movie.
2: Oh, have and you we played can the do game? A
0: spoiler talk.
2: Yes. Oh, I see. I I I started it, but yeah, I, I
0: did play it and beat it. Um, I liked it. Some parts drug on a little bit, but overall, I would say I enjoyed it. I, I largely, honestly, like, and I think this is the same for the movie. My favorite parts of the of the Detective Pikachu game and the movie is is the world building, and and the uh, just all the ways Pokemon's kind of evolved, kind of um, integrated into the background. the the whole Rhyme City. I like all the all the stuff you could all the Pokemon you find in the wild, and it's just it's full of life. Pokemon are fucking everywhere. What? And <laughs> I love bad. that a lot about <laughs> <laughs> it. Is? No, I meant it in a good way. Like they're yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon. Like I want Pokemon to be everywhere. They're great. Uh, so the movie kind of captures that actually amps it up even further. Like um I love every like all the different Pokemon. Um I love how rich the environments felt. Like very uh, I got I got very involved. I actually get a little I won't say emotional, but I felt things like man this I really love Pokemon. <laughs> and uh, the the intro was really good, I think. So the, the starting in the movie has you has Tim and his buddy, somebody, I don't know his name. And he's like, man, you're an insurance broker. You gave up on your dreams of being a Pokemon trainer. And he's like, I don't want to be a Pokemon trainer no more. And then he's like, look, there's this Cubone. You still got it? And he tries to catch a Cubone and he fails. It's adorable. And I don't know. I think that his age is pretty good because it's kind of... Somewhere, I guess it's somewhere between the current fan phantom and the people and us, right? Like the thirties, thirty year olds who grew up with Pokemon and still love it. Mm, okay. Anybody with me so far?
2: Yeah, I think I see what you mean. Yeah.
0: It's kind of like a parallel to hey, you loved Pokemon once, but now you're a, probably a doctor or something. Love Pokemon again. But I never stopped. So I don't really quite relate to that part, but I think it was cool. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I talked a lot. So, what did you What did you think of the movie? Anybody? Go Shelby. Shelby.
1: Oh boy. Um, overall, I liked it. I thought it didn't have to be as long as what it was. Like, there, I feel like mm-hmm. there was a lot of like, um, like just spots where they just kind of went there, and it was just like, let's see how you know. I don't even know how to describe what I'm fucking saying right now, but like. How can we add more humor to this? I guess I don't know. Um, so there, there were bits that that could have been shaved off. I can't really think of any right off the bat right now because I I'm having a hard time recalling the the fucking movie. But that was a general feeling <laughs> I had after the fact. Uh, the so the profile be...
0: stuff or or the what? Tor- tor- the Tortega. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for so sure. That,
2: was like that a part falling was
1: scene for like twenty minutes, uh, yeah. which, um. I'm thinking about it now, and uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Super Eight.
0: But... I, yeah, that's the uh, Steven Spielberg one, right?
1: Yeah, so that was like uh, yes. aliens and like kind of like Stranger Things with aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah anyway, I so that. in that one, there was what felt like a fucking 20 minute train crash. Uh, so there, that's what that scene reminded me <laughs> of.
0: Um, the stress believability too. In my yeah. opinion, in a world that's already stretching, I mean that that in the end, uh, when we go to specific spoilers, I guess I have some complaints that some some of that stuff didn't happen in the game. Uh, but yeah, sorry, keep going. Just just make a note of that because there's some some stuff to say about those scenes.
1: Yeah, some of the um some of the acting was a little. <laughs> it was just all so cheesy, but um, it was. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do if they get. You know, obviously they're just going to bring back the guy who uh is is Tim I guess. Um
0: uh, Justice Smith, I think.
1: Yeah, so you know, and you know what, good for him, but it'll be exciting if they get like real good uh real good actors. Um uh, they had um what's his face in there? The older guy uh
0: in the wheelchair Oh Ken Waton oh no sorry, I thought I no, like, no, you he's, he's
1: in like Shaun of the Dead, he's in a bunch of like British stuff 'cause Yeah, yeah. British. What
0: is his name? He's an old guy and everything. <sighs>
1: i thought it was like neil something let me just look it up
0: okay i know exactly okay. who you mean though anyway, but yeah. yeah
1: he's like usually like pretty pretty good and i felt like they kind of um i don't know i guess uh gave him not good lines i just feel like he didn't he wasn't as good as he usually is if that makes any sense I this is all very specific him. like nitpicky stuff too like i don't you know i wasn't going there to be like oh this pokemon movie is gonna be like fucking <laughs> grade a like oscar worthy bullshit. but anyway
0: as far as video game movies go though it was actually fun to watch yeah like i've tried really watching watch. i mean they have a video game movies have a kind of a bad rep for a reason like i even the ones i enjoyed a little bit i had a hard time getting through like i didn't mind uh prince of persia but i had a hard time mm. actually st- watching the whole movie and paying attention to it but uh I, I felt like because there's so much spectacle going on that even during the boring parts i guess you could say the story or the weaker parts i was like oh fucking pokemon's everywhere mm-hmm. Where's pokemon <laughs> who's that pokemon in the background and oh my god and uh yeah so so yeah i, I agree with that uh, your point so there's definitely some rough parts in the movie and some some yeah. questionable choices
1: I feel like also that and this is a a thing that I is a complaint about just like movies in general in the past few years but it's like the characters for some odd reason aren't allowed to like figure stuff out by themselves it's always like you go to a place and somebody tells you somebody always has to be fucking telling you and even if let's say something comes across as super obvious like a character notices like a spot on a map or whatever and then it like zooms in and they see it and they're like oh okay. And they don't necessarily have to say this is where I have to go, but because the audience is so fucking stupid, they have to just oh <laughs> we have to go here, and it's like you just showed that like don't even say it, don't make it fucking obvious and annoying. But yeah, that's I f- I feel like a lot of the times when they were traveling around like uh, interviewing people and like mm-hmm. you know not not even interviewing people, they weren't really interviewing a lot of people at all. But like whenever they were going around following leads and stuff, I found that that happened a lot and that. I don't know, but I guess it is also maybe aimed a bit more at kids.
0: I would think so, yeah.
1: And anyway, I just, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like pointing out the obvious in movies, I guess.
0: Lowest common denominator kind of thing.
1: Mm.
0: You know, trying to make it easy for everybody to understand, so no one, so everyone's involved. But uh, then you wind up dumbing down the product. Yep. Yeah, I never thought about that, but but you're you're right, and a lot of movies do do that, yeah. kind of spell it out for you. Mm-hmm. Pokemon should be making you think. <laughs> they should be having a dilemma like, do we have a slowpoke tail burger, or oh not? Like that's what they, and then a slow poke's like watching them, and and Pikachu's like, hey man, this is a bum bum deal you got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're eating your tail. I'm sorry to hear that. And like that would have been deep. You would have been thinking then, like that slowpoke is watching his family get
1: eaten. Oh Jesus!
0: Right? Mm -hmm. I you gotta be a vegetarian in the Pokemon world. I just don't know how you could not be. (laughs) Like I I feel like I should be one in the real world. I'm not that strong, but like uh, fuck, man. If I knew that chicken was looking at me and like, why are you eating me? I'd be like, "Ah, I don't want to eat. I'm sorry. (laughs) Let's talk about the story, because we can't talk about the gameplay. Let's talk about the story. This is spoiler territory now. This is spoiler until we do damage. Uh, This is where we can nitpick and shit on things or praise things. But Uh uh, so what's that?
1: I said like I already did.
0: Yes, but like specifically. So the tour, the I can't can't remember the name of the Pokemon. I think it's Tortoga or something like that. Uh, They're like, we have a growth. We're doing growth experiments on them. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. So they're all they're about like four or five feet tall. But lo- most Pokemon aren't that big, to be honest with you. Some of the ones, if you look at the art, they seem huge. Nino King seems massive, but he's like four feet tall. He's not that big at all. Kind of disappointing. But so Tortuga is another one. So it's that turtle Pokemon that has like a garden on its back. It looks like Tortera. tiny tree and stuff. It's probably Pertera, thank you. So it's probably supposed to be like a, like one of those little tiny bonsai gardens or whatever. But uh, yeah, so so that's fine. It, but it looks way bigger. <laughs> that it should be mm-hmm. but the movie's like we're gonna do gross stuff on them so it's like that's cool and and the characters walk by they're like yeah these don't seem that much bigger than normal and like yeah no big deal and they ignore it they go do their thing they fight sinker ninjas and it's so on their way out they escaping like oh, let's go through the the tor terra garden like cool and they're running like i don't see nothing everything seems good more ninjas are after them and then the landscape starts moving like fucking inception where you see like <laughs> they the look in the background and now the the ground is the fucking wall and it doesn't take doesn't take too long or even any time at all to realize oh shit the landscape they're on is Tor torteras. Uh and yeah they're fucking massive they're like we you couldn't survive massive like 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 w- like miles like huge we're talking in the
1: neighboring towns should have had some kind of earthquake yeah like
0: yeah it makes yeah. no sense That's the ramifications if- of them just existing for the people around it would be one thing but they they're too big gravity would destroy them there and and furthermore like that much of a growth we're talking thousands thousands of times bigger their food intake would be insane it just it makes no sense and it's just too much that kind of technology would be insane we can make pokemon ten thousand times larger than it normally is we could destroy the world with this, but you know, <laughs> let's just focus on Mewtwo. Yeah, I mean Mewtwo is powerful too, but and okay, and that's my second complaint. So, the mouth. All right, this is what
2: the mouth and the teeth on Mewtwo.
0: Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hated, uh,
0: it. I, I, hated it. Hated <laughs> it. Mewtwo design itself is weird, but uh, I just want to say that okay. So in the first Pokemon, or sorry, in the actual game Detective Pikachu, do, are you okay with minor spoilers for? the game, Sagey? Do it. All right, cool. So Detective Peak. So the movie ends with... Okay, Jesus Christ, where do we get So the, the old <laughs> dude that Shelby's mentioning, his he seemed like a good guy. Like, I started Rhyme City. The Pokemon can be free and be partners with people and there's no battles and everybody's friends. And like, all right, cool. You're probably a bad guy, but, you know, maybe you're not, I like your idea. This is good. Rhyme City seems like a fucking paradise. I'd love living there. Except for the iPoms. And um, so that's fine, but then you find out, you know, this guy has a disease; he's dying, and he's like building this fucking cerebro headset. And they need Mewtwo, who's like the best psychic Pokemon ever, who has powers that is beyond reason at this point. And and so his big plan is to merge—sorry—to take the souls of humans, which makes their body disappear too. So we get some fucking King Kai shit going on here. And oh, so, so the bodies disappear somehow. So I guess they're converted into energy, mm-hmm. put into their partner Pokemon. Then they gain the, the, the sentience. Like, they're, they're in control. They still can't talk because they're Pokemon, but, they, but they're, they're in the driver's seat. So I don't know what happens to the Pokemon's personalities because Pokemon are definitely sentient. So they're being, like, suppressed and, and Mewtwo did it. Mewtwo is fucking because Mewtwo is being controlled by Old Man. So Old Man puts on a Cerebro headset and now he controls Mewtwo like a puppet. And he's like, I'm going to, to make For the, the best world everywhere. Pokemon are genetically yeah. superior to us. And now we are going to have their bodies without brains. And so, and so he uses Mewtwo's psychic energy to, to put people literally in the bodies and brains of Pokemon. Fucking stupid. Makes okay. no sense.
1: But we're also missing the whole part that he needs the drug to do it. You know, the...
0: Oh, right, right. Why does he even need the drug for that? I don't
1: know, because it's, like, supposed to, like, do something to the Pokemon. I think that maybe suppresses their personality or something. Maybe that's right. You saw, like, in the movie that whenever, like, they inhaled whatever the drug was that the Pokemon just... Yeah, they go crazy. ape shit.
0: Arrgh.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, at the parade, all the... Balloons were filled with the drug and then they started popping. And it was after th- it had like been dispersed, that yeah. Started like putting people's they're sort of switching not even switching bodies, just like no, not even
0: switching, which would have been at least a little better. <laughs> yeah. But it's like literal absorption into the fucking Pokemon. It's really stupid. So, anyways, you find out like a, the most obvious thing in the world that detective that Pikachu is obviously related to or. Or has the brains or the personality of his father? Like so fucking obvious. Everybody knows that. Uh, hey, hey, it
2: wasn't was actually a good twist for it. Was very twisty. <laughs> <It's a laughs> lot yeah, of it is, I'm movie. shitting
0: hard right now on nitpicks, but as we, when we get to our damage, I'm actually not yeah. that hard of the movie. I, I quite enjoyed it. But like so, now the game. Is, this is why I was giving you a lot of setup. So how the game actually does it is there is still our. Uh, R makes Pokemon stronger and more violent. That's all it does. There's no other extra stuff to it. And basically, I forget the motivations of the bad guy. It might be for new, might be for news, or for like some selfish thing, but nothing so so grand. Uh, so they're basically using the R to in a parade with balloons to make Pokemon go nuts. I, I wish I could remember why. Maybe he just hates Pokemon, something like that. And uh, so the characters are like trying their best to stop. They they've learned about R. They want to stop it from from that so that's all it is you there's no brain swapping and um actually at the end of the game Pikachu is is still Pikachu with who could talk the father's not like brought back
1: no or like in the movie it was the dad was gonna die and then Mewtwo showed up because they were getting it like followed and attacked by Greninjas or whatever yeah um and then it was the Pikachu talking to Mewtwo that was just like, yo, can you save him? And then Mewtwo was like, yeah. fine, I'll put him in your body. And that was that.
0: Yeah, so he could heal it there, I guess. I don't fucking know. No, uh, but so that he never
1: happened. Die in the real body.
0: <laughs> but What happens know. when he got out? Was his body okay? Like, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> So anyway, <laughs> it, doesn't, right. it doesn't, make, doesn't make sense. And that doesn't, in the game, so I don't know how they're, they're going to do it in the game because that's what the sequel's going to be, right? Like, it's going to be what happened to the father for real. Because mm. they never reveal that in the game, Pikachu is still is still regular ass Pikachu, and and that's it. Um, and the movie wraps it up, so it's it's fine, I guess. Mm. But it's just that it doesn't. If it was honestly like, I could have bought a brain swap, but their bodies disappear too. It just doesn't make any sense. Is there mass doubling when they're? Ch- I. What well, anyways? I'm they turn too-
1: people. They turn Pokemon <laughs> into Pokeballs that house. Yeah. That's what happens.
0: Also doesn't make any sense, I guess, Too No, point. but it's
1: just po- poke- bo- Pokeballs are people right. and energy. And then, okay. or not people, but Pokemon and energy, and then they get stored. So the for- same
0: for, for uh, then you're saying it's kind of the same thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. 100% scientific. Okay.
2: <laughs> so, Mewtwo has the power yes. of, of, of transforming pokeballs. actual Pokemon into Pokeballs, but for humans, like human balls, I guess.
0: Yeah. All <laughs> so, right. <laughs> you know what? That's actually okay. That helps a little bit. You're, it does. Fair. It's Still stupid, yes, and it, stupid. it doesn't make it doesn't make sense that they control that they're the ones in charge. Mm-hmm. Although your our explanation and the fact that yeah, Pokemon gets turned into energy of some form. Why can't people? They're both living creatures. All right, cool, fine, I'm okay with that. It doesn't <laughs> explain how the father healed itself. Nope. himself and
1: well, don't right. po- Pokemon when they're inside their pokeballs heal a little bit.
0: No, you have to bring them up well. If you bring them to a Pokemon Center, they put them in the Pokeballs to heal them. So I guess so.
1: <laughs> they did that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: I guess if you just use the rules of Pokemon on people in this scenario, <laughs> it's not so bad. But they don't have capture nets. That's how the Pokemon are are put into the Pokeball. Uh, but I guess Mewtwo could just make capture nets. Can screen. he?
1: Is that his, his ability?
0: He, me too. Can literally do anything. He has plot powers. Yeah. that's what the PP stand for. Pokemon abilities. <laughs> <laughs> plot plot powers. Yeah. Uh Anyway, so that's why my...
2: I have a question. You yeah. know how in this yeah. movie, like, you have to like pick a Pokemon to be your partner and stuff. Yeah. What would you guys realistically, you know, as as realistically as possible, would would have would would choose as your Pokemon companion? Oh no. Es- Espeon. Espeon. Hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Love cats. Love psychic types. I guess that's really all I
2: need. Uh uh-huh. What about you, Shelby?
1: What's that? Um, what's that sword Pokemon? Bismarck. It's it's a sword. Oh
2: it,
0: oh uh uh, Bone Edge. Yeah. Don't touch its handle though.
1: That's fine. Like, you can't
0: you can't I just wield it.
1: Want it for intimidation.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair.
1: And then when it when it when it, when it evolves, it's two swords. Yes. Yes.
0: And then the last sword form is two swords and a shield, right?
1: Uh, I I don't know.
0: I used to like that Pokemon. It was very very powerful, and very competitive in uh, X and Y. Very good, very good Pokemon. That's a great choice. That would be intimidating. What would you say, J?
2: Because I was thinking, like, it it can be like super powerful legendary Pokemon because I guess they would be yeah, like, super expensive great. slash rare slash unattainable.
0: Yeah, they're they're too sentient too. I don't think they're cool for being a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But I guess in this case they're partners and not you don't capture them anyways. But yeah, it's unrealistic. Get pick a regular Pokemon. What would you
2: pick a regular one? Ooh, what would be like a good one? What would be like a, a um a fluffy one, maybe. Jigglypuff? Mareep?
1: Oh, Mareep, yeah.
2: Mareep's pretty fluffy.
0: Cute. Yeah. Uh Meow. Me- oh, oh, wait, wait. wait.
1: Nine <laughs> tails?
2: No, Meowth yeah. can talk. So do you guys think he's Okay, not like... all Meows can talk. That's yeah, a special Meowth. Yeah. But the one, the one Meowth in in the You like, want the anime Meowth? In meows? the anime the Team world. Rocket Meowth? If this is all canon now. Is he <laughs> storing a human? Whoa.
1: Well, didn't he no. Whoa. no he's uh he's um the the mascot for like uh you know, educating yourself because he taught himself <laughs> how to speak.
0: Shelby, I thought you you were you would be onto something, but I think that doesn't make any sense. No other Pokemon has taught itself to speak, but we have seen Pokemon get forced the ability to speak. What if he's an amnesiac uh, Team Rocket member who got a little bit too close to their their plans? Oh, shit. And Giovanni's like, this guy's skilled, but he he knows too much. I have this useless meow. Now that i have a person, I don't need a fucking meow. <laughs> Put him in there. Throw him with Jesse and James. Those guys don't know shit. And I'm done. I, I wash my hands and go back to already gym. Damn, I, you just blew my mind, Seiji and Shel.
2: I know. I was just. Thinking I think you're out, right. Like, oh boy,
0: <laughs> that sends a bad message to children. though. that means that they can't learn to to read and write and speak on their own.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, can do it, but they can't.
0: <laughs> yeah. And now that we know that Meowth can't actually do it yes. without having Mewtwo and and dr- drugs and and a psych a psychic putting your your brain into its body that's that's fucked up man. We should do, we should uh, I'd love to see some fan art of what Meow's human form was before oh he was put into the Meowth body. I picture kind of like a ratty looking guy, like a, like a just like a, someone you don't quite trust. He's rat like features. <laughs> And he's like he talks like, "Hey, boss, I got the information for you, boss," oh,
1: something boy. like that.
0: Hmm. So. so he's
1: always putting his hands together and, and like twiddling his fingies.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all twitchy and shit. And he has like yeah. not quite a beard, just some some a little bit of facial hair. Yeah, like really beady eyes,
1: and one of those like newspaper boy hats on.
0: Yes, he does, and he has like he has a scarf spend. and like a jacket. <laughs> he <has to> <laughs> loafers blood, on blood
1: pants. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's me out. That's his yeah. real form. Fuck. It's just, That's a real theory. Um, okay, let's just do damage because this is a <laughs> long app. Uh, so we treat movie damage the same way as we treat game damage. It's a recommendation system. Do you recommend people watch this? And, you know, and how much did you like it? It's all of our opinions. But anyways, so it has three hearts and we're responsible for one heart's worth of damage. No damage means you love it and say, "Hey, you anybody should watch this movie." And full damage is like, "Ah, no one should watch this movie. It's terrible, waste of time." Seiji. Uh,
2: okay, so I don't know why, but like video game movies, they always seem really, really silly. Like video game stories are fine. When I'm playing a game, <clears> it doesn't feel silly. Like everybody's it's in the world and acting accordingly. But in video game movies, they just act like very, very silly. And the stories just seem very, very silly. And I think that uh, part of the reason why is that they, they want to, they want to make it really like realistic. Mm-hmm. And that's a mistake I feel. And this movie has like some of those elements, like they want to, like want to picture it like, Oh, this could happen in this world, but then, <laughs> you know, they they always you know collide with the, uh, with the fantastical nature of the stories in, or, or the worlds they're trying to depict, and uh, they have to like also follow the rules of the games, but not they don't follow it you know, strictly. So it's always very silly. Um, some of the acting in this movie, like I didn't like it. Um, <clears throat> one that comes to mind. Is when the uh, the journalist is presented, like when it's introduced for the first time, like she's acting in a like she's in a completely different kind of movie or whatever. Um,
1: yeah, she was a little weird at first.
0: Yeah, you're right. She was at first. She gets better, but at first, she's like, "What the fuck is this lady doing?"
2: Yeah. So it seems like some of the actors like were just like playing around or fooling around, and and some other actors were actually trying to to be more. Um, serious about their acting or whatever um, I, I thought the protagonist actually did a good job um, conveying some of the, the emotions and information that needed to be done I think Ryan Reynolds did a really great job also like mm-hmm. he was yeah, funny definitely, he was charming um, I found myself uh, giggling to a lot of the stuff that he was saying especially like I think my favorite part of the movie was when when, when uh, Pikachu is like really sad, and he's singing the song. Yeah, that was really funny. Um, so it has its its moments, and I you know, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of silliness, and it's it's just like it. It's too much. Like some of the stuff in there is like, what is going on? Like it was going okay. Like I don't know. And. But I guess because I actually enjoyed it, I, have, I I can go full damage for sure. And I want to go like something like, I don't know, it's, with a caveat. I think if you like Pokemon, you're going to have a good time looking at the Pokemon, uh, identifying them, seeing how they actually portray them. Because some of them look really, really creepy. And some of them <laughs> actually... Yeah, Gengar is the worst. Um, and some of them look actually cool and sort of believable. Pikachu, I think they did a really good job with it. Like yeah. It, it, it looks... He's so adorable. It looks quite fine. Um, so I'll go with... I guess you can have fun. So uh, half damage. Yeah. Okie dokie. Shelbo.
1: That's me. That's you. Um, yeah, so... Oh my god you know what i forgot to do totally was like try to listen to the soundtrack because i wanted to do that because there were some like tracks that I, I actually really liked um yeah there were
0: some good tunes in that
1: but anyway so i i have to i'll have to remember about that <laughs> uh yeah music was good um i thought they also did like a for the most part a good job kind of adapting the pokemon cuz like when you look at a pokemon you're like what texture is that supposed to be <laughs> so it's like for them to just kind of like take a guess at it and stuff and whatever um i was also not too long ago watching this um uh video of i don't know if you guys know who corridor digital is they're on youtube um i think i don't know if that's what they call themselves anymore but they've done like just a bunch of like really cool like cg videos and stuff and they were kind of breaking down the effects on the pokemon movie and uh, the whole scene with mr mime i guess apparently you know how he's got like the the ball shoulders yeah they look like those classic red dodgeballs that you mm-hmm. that you played with in school so i thought that mm-hmm. was kind of funny um <laughs> but yeah and like just um them breaking down like the effects and, and stuff and like how things are rendered and how like they did a really good job on fur, like especially in the, in this movie. Uh, so yeah, I found like, I agreed with a lot of like what they were saying. Um, but then of course there was shit like Gengar that they didn't nail. Also like the, <laughs> it was so, so creepy and funny, but like kind of wrong at the same time was when the ditto was like turning into people. That he yeah. knew and it was just like dot face and I remember just like he the <sighs> ditto turned into like the girl, I can't remember what her name is, and then like tilted her head to the side and was smiling. And then the the Tim was like, Nope, please don't do that. <laughs> I was like, Yes, yes <laughs> please don't do that. Um uh, but yeah, so that was pretty funny. Um But yeah, I I think um if maybe like what you said with the with the actors and stuff, that maybe if some of them had tried not saying that they didn't try hard, but maybe if they had, like you know, all kind of been the same tone, I guess that, or had maybe if they all went for the same tone for the movie, that it would have been, uh, maybe better. But um, it just kind of felt a little mismatched and stuff, and uh, yeah. So I'm, I don't know. I'm gonna say,
2: <sighs>
1: I don't know. I wanna. Okay. Quarter damage. Okay, I'll save it from the. I'll save it from the half damage. Quarter damage for me.
0: Sweet. Yeah. If I was recommending this game to, I don't know, people over fifty who don't like or know what a Pokémon is, I would give it full damage, of course, because they're probably yes. not going to enjoy anything. But I don't care about those people because I'm an ageist, so I'm just going to ignore them. Uh, <laughs> I. So if you're a Pokémon fan, yeah, um, that's that's just I maybe mean, that's not quite the score I'm going to go for. I'm going to give you, you're passingly familiar. Or or a fan of Pokemon. That's how I'm going to think of my my recommendation. Um. Anyways, so I liked it a lot. I liked the movie a ton. Uh. But I guess I'm like the easy person in bonus for. I feel like I'm the one who's always slightly easier to please than other people. But usually after a couple of weeks, uh, my hype dies down and I and I think about it a little more real more reasonably. And uh, it actually has been a few weeks. My, I wouldn't say my hype for it has died down much. I actually quite enjoyed the movie because of... Not for the movie itself, because like I clearly have issues with the plot. I don't think the plot is... the plot. I think the second half of the movie just kind of goes too far. Too far for Pokemon. Why couldn't it just kept it a rage rage virus that made them angry and would hurt people? Like it's Even if it was something like, I want to ruin the reputation of the city because my uh, grandson's a, a dick or something, or my kid's a dick. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If, if they had just kept it a little more reasonable... And you know, Mewtwo could have been just something they were using to extract our and that's it. It doesn't have to be some fucking god god creature that can switch brains. No, that's not that's too generous. That can convert people to energy and put them in the Pokemon's body and then they can function. So stupid. Um so that aside, I the first like half of the movie, I loved it. I loved the world building the setup. I liked me- meeting the characters acting aside. I liked, you know, just just interacting with all the Pokemon. I like it. it was kind of like a Where's though. like, oh, what Pokemon is that? But I don't know. To me, maybe it's a little meta for the movie, like a meta game for the movie, but it's fun. I think it's fun looking for Pokemon. Fucking I, I want to keep looking in the background and just get lost and trying to figure out what the hell is going on with like what Pokemon is there. Oh, that's a Pidgey. Cool. This a Spiro. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and that's fun. I enjoy that a lot. So that's not a negative for me. That's like uh I don't know, a positive. Music was great, like Shelby said. The design for most of the Pokemon were pretty cool, even if some choices were questionable. Like Jigglypuff is a little terrifying, but I, but you know when you contrast with its cute singing voice, which they basically kept the same as the anime slash game. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, the whole Mister Mime thing was fucking hilarious. There's a lot of yeah. humor in this movie, uh, quite a bit. Like you you find yourself laughing, you know, m- pretty consistently. And uh, as I've gotten older, I've kind of just I like laughing more in movies than I than I like cool. Like uh, you know, not not to go on a tangent, but we talk about me and Megan, especially talk about Sentai versus Power Rangers, and you know, Sentai's goofier in a lot of ways, but it's fun. It's fun, goofy. It's not trying too hard to be cool. And uh, so, anyways, I like I like a lot of humor, and this movie had a lot of that. There's some cool Pokemon battles in the movie still. Um, There's just a lot. There's a lot going on around everything, and maybe the weakness of of the movie is that. The more interesting stuff is the stuff that's going around the characters and not so much what's going on with them. Um, but so uh, I guess overall though I really, I just really enjoyed it. I had, I felt n- strong nostalgia, nostalgia and like uh, I don't know, warmth at seeing a childhood, like I love Pokemon. It's one of my favorite franchises is just seeing it on the big screen like that and treated with some respect. Like a lot of, like it wasn't a cash-in. Like this movie was like they were trying. Yeah, they 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 took and they and they chose the right uh, game, I think, to adapt. I think Pokemon Detective 2 is perfect. It's removed enough from the main series that you're going to have different expectations. Uh, and I think it's, it's it's set itself up, it's world up enough that I think people are more willing to accept uh, a possible good adaptation of like Pokemon Red and Blue. I'd love to see that now. Like I'm, I'm excited for that idea. And so you know, I think it's set the framework for a lot of really cool stuff. Um. Yeah, but you know it's not perfect. There's lots of problem with it. If I was saying, would children should children go see this? No damage. Uh, should fans of our generation go see it? Probably no damage too. I think most fans are gonna like it. But you know, in general, though, for people who are under 50, because those old people are just not gonna fucking like it. But uh, I, I'd go three quarter or one quarter damage as well. Uh, I think that uh, despite its many imperfections, you're probably gonna have a fun time watching it. Uh, unless you fucking hate Pokemon, in which case you're not gonna like it. But as far as video game adaptations go, if, like if we were only comparing video game adaptations, I'd give it no damage because it's pretty damn good, especially given that it was Hollywood, which <laughs> traditionally fucks up any adaptation, let alone da- doing a pretty good pretty good job. Yeah, so yeah, that leaves it with what two hearts left, of three. It does. It's not too bad. Alright, so there we go Detective Pikachu, if you've seen it let us know what you think and uh, I don't know, cool to see people's opinions, do you think the brain swap was a cool plot twist? Do you like God Mewtwo? <laughs> I want to know uh, at Next episode will probably be post E3 and some other crap so get hyped man Let, let me know too Let us know what you're hyped about for E3 No one's going to let us know, it's fine but uh, I'm excited. Cool. All right. Well, I guess this is it. Well, thank you for listening uh, to Bonus Barrel. I am Rob. Shelby. And Sage. Have a delightful day. Three,
1: two, one. Hey,
0: welcome to Bonus Barrel. Jeez, that was aggressive. I am Rob, I'm with me is Shelby and Seiji. Sorry, sorry for the outburst, I guess. I'm trying to get,
2: <laughs> get pumped.
0: I got pumped. Um, thanks. I heard Shelby muttering Jesus, so I, I feel like <laughs> I did I did wrong.
1: No, I said Jesus so, and I said that's so aggressive.
0: You should be taking another take and I'll be like nicer about it
1: i'm sure they're used to it
0: hey 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 welcome to bonus barrel
1: oh somebody just popped in hey laugh
0: did you just start like literally just started okay i was even redoing the intro because i was too aggressive and (laughs) i think you should keep that